Hey everyone, it's time for another live look at the astrology. My name is Katie Sweetman, and this is your look at the astrology for uh, June, June 26th through July 2nd, 2023. And I cannot believe that it's gonna be July in a moment. Um, I'm like, I feel like I'm still somewhere in May. How are you all feeling, especially today, because we have something called Mars square Uranus and you know how I say the astrology is 50% and uh, we are the other 50% but sometimes that 50% that's us can get caught in sort of the back and forth of the planets and that's the thing we are like non-physical beings we are physical beings we are conscious we are subconscious we are unconscious and all those things play with the energies of the planet but the work is to become more and more aware more and more self-aware more and more conscious so that we can sort of hopefully navigate something like say mars square uranus today in a very different way because I, I was really feeling my my scorpio mars energy um my uh, my website keeps going down and i think long story short even though i am an it person it's time to move on to a new hosting provider but i know some of you weren't able to get to my website today um shameless plug empoweringastrology.com hopefully it's up right now um but i you know i'm just i really don't want to have to deal with the migration of a website it's just a pain in the butt but it's you know sometimes we have to do it so anyway yes we have mars square uranus today we have mercury going into cancer as as well we also have neptune retrograde later this week uh what does this all mean we've got lots to talk about uh and for those that don't know who i am my name is katie sweetman and i'm an astrologer and psychic medium located here in the new york city area and every week we gather live to talk about the astrology and like i said again the astrology is 50 percent you are the other 50%. So how do we work with this energy? So how are you all doing? Does it actually feel like it's going to be July at the end of this week? How, how is that? How is that possible? But that said, we are in cancer season as of last week, we are making our way through the first uh, water sign of the zodiac and the water signs just for those that don't know are cancer Scorpio and also Pisces. Water is the last element. Um, there's sort of these three, uh, excuse me, there's these four elements, but these four elements that sit within these three different chapters, so to speak, of the zodiac. And when we get to water, we get to this energy, this element that wants us to transport to the next uh, states, the next chapter of our lives, to sort of transcend ourselves. In the case of cancer, to feel, to open up to emotional connection, to sort of get back to our primal urges and needs. And I mean that in the sense of home and family, really feeling like we're connected to something. That's where cancer really forms the root in the natural zodiac. And that's when we don't have a home. We don't feel that sense of connection. or We don't feel family. It can kind of really uh, make us feel a little bit ungrounded and a little bit unmoored in life. So this is that season we have to get back to these very fundamental parts of being a human being on this planet but yeah it's cancer season um and let's you know let's kind of jump into the astrology of this week uh june 26th through july 2nd 2023 so let's just go into mars square uranus so 
The evolutionary planets, when I say evolutionary planets, I mean Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, and, and you could argue that there are more, but let's sort of keep it focused. Um, these were the planets that are discovered in modern times, and, and modern meaning um, with the aid of a telescope, or in the case of Neptune, Neptune was actually predicted mathematically first before it was actually seen, which seems like a very Neptunian thing to do. It's like, we know it's there, the math is telling us that there's a wobble in the orbit of Uranus, but we can't see it, which I think that's kind of hysterical if you know Neptune. Um, and I also find it very interesting that when we finally got to see Neptune through the Voyager probes, we see this blue planet. We see these seas, these seas of methane. And it's like, how did the ancients know? Or how do we know that, uh, not really ancients, if it's the 19th century, like to name something Neptune when it's so blue and it's got this blue dot on it. But anyway. So I'm kind of getting into the uh, astronomy geeky side of astrology, but uh, the evolutionary planets, they don't work like normal planets. Mars is what's called a personal planet. You have Venus, uh, Mercury, and Mars, they sort of talk about us and how we feel things and how we think things and how we communicate things and how we interact and how do we go after what we want. But when that energy, meets up with an evolutionary planet, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. It's a very different animal, so to speak. So Uranus is this evolutionary force. And, you know, astrologically speaking, we've been aware of Uranus since it was discovered in 1781. And the astrologers all scratched their heads and I was like, well, what, how, what do we do with Uranus? What does it rule? Where do we put it? Um, and for a long time, um, you know, Uranus is actually known as Herschel. And if you read some of the 19th century astrology texts, it talks about Herschel, not Uranus, because Herschel is the name of the English astronomer that discovered Uranus. Anyway, so these are planets that really work to shake us up, to transform us, to get us to think, see things differently, and especially in the case of Uranus, and Uranus spends seven years in a zodiac sign. So since May 2018, March of 2019, Uranus has been in Taurus, a sign that it has not been in since the 1930s and 40s. So pretty much uh, a lot of people, a lot of people alive, a lot of people listening to this broadcast probably don't, you know, weren't alive by then. I don't know why I can't speak suddenly. But anyway, uh, Uranus, it, it brings this evolutionary energy to Taurus, which is the second sign of the zodiac. It's sort of there are um, material needs, our material ones. So Taurus, along with the other uh, fixed signs, Scorpio, Leo, Aquarius, these are the signs of matter manifestation. Taurus, money, food, shelter, these very primal things, it's agriculture, it's sometimes the very earth beneath our feet. And I'm sure, you know, there's lots of things we disagree on these days. We can all agree that the world is not where it was, um, or even our own lives were not where they were in 2018. In May 2018, uh, from May to November of 2018, we sort of get this preview, Uranus and Taurus, and then March of 2019, Uranus goes back to Taurus and commences this six-year chapter of transforming, awakening, and opening up our relationship with Taurus. For some people, you earn a living differently. You value things differently. Your sense of income or your sense of like material needs, material wants have changed and transformed. And then depending on where your uh, Taurus is in your chart, because you might be thinking, well, I'm not Taurus but you have all 12 zodiac signs 
in your astrology. It's sort of imagine your, imagine yourself in in a circular room, and sort of these different spaces are symbolic of the different spaces of your life. And Uranus, the planet of awakenings and transformations, has been occupying that space for the last five years. Depending on what sign you are, that space may be relationships, career, um, sort of the personal story that you've heard me say uh, more than a few times at this point is, I'm not a Leo, but I have a major planet in Leo, I have my chart ruler and Leo. And uh, and I remember thinking when Uranus went to Taurus, I was like, yeah, no big deal. I'm, I'm a late degree Scorpio. It's going to be a while, maybe five, six years before Uranus gets to my son. And man, oh man, I remember feeling the shift summer of 2018 fall or sorry winter for those in the southern hemisphere and i was like wow uranus and taurus is real and what it started to do was sort of shake and shift the foundation well certainly of my life maybe for for many uh of you of, of other people watching and that summer i was actually still at my day job you know i had a 20 year IT career and I this was my you know astrology was my side hustle and I was you know kind of working for that moment whatever that mythical magical moment when the, the right moment to actually make the leap but I remember in the summer of 2018 I could start to feel you know you know that they're playing the universe is playing my music it's time to, time to get off the stage time to go to a, a new stage and that summer I was working from home and this you know pre-covid so nobody got to work at home but I long story short got a chance to work at home for the summer and I remember thinking like the universe was like all right get ready your life's going to change this is going to be your, your your life working from home so what I'm trying to say is that I have this 20 year background in IT graph design and then in March 2019 I left that career to do this full time. And yes, yeah, so I've been doing this full time for gosh, four years at the point. Why is that my math? Yes, four years. Although I've been doing this actually since 2011, 2012, more officially. Anyway, for some of you, and, and I've even, you know, some of you are my clients, that sort of 2018, May, June 2018, March, April 2019 was a huge pivot point certainly was for me not for all everybody but I know for some of you it was a huge pivot point if you are a fixed sign maybe you are feeling this energy today it's a ripple it's a it's a confrontation it's a square square energy 90 degree angle it's two planets you know forming a 90 degree angle in the sky and and square energy is the energy of something wanting to come into shape and into form it's the energy of matter manifestation it's a friction point the square today is the first square so it's called the opening square since the conjunction that we had of mars and uranus back in on august 1st of 2022 so it's taken a while for uranus to make this square almost a year because if you not uranus uh, mars because if you remember mars made that little you know long uh, time retrograde in um in gemini earlier this year and then late last year so we've been building towards something and maybe as you sort of look over your experiences this week and even into your experiences this past weekend how do they connect to something that began or was seeded in August, maybe like July, or maybe the beginning of August of 2022. So here we are this week, something wants to take shape and take form, 
bringing the energies of Uranus, revolution, reinvention, transformation, Mars, action, desire, power, individuality, Mars is in Leo. And Mars in Leo, it's like this very creative force. It wants to take that self, that I, that desire, that passion, and bring it into the energies of creativity, Leo, self-expression, Leo. But it's running up against Uranus and Taurus. And it's even possible that experiences this week, if we're able to really connect the threads, bring us all the way back to 2018 and 2019, when Uranus first went into Taurus in March of 2019. That's our headliner for this week, but it's an energy that's going to ripple outward, especially as we get into later this week, like the moon's going to go into Scorpio, Scorpio is ruled by Mars, and really see how this energy ripples outward, but it may move something, it may really you feel that intense energy and emotion, for example, and because Mars, hopefully this isn't too technical, Mars governs Cancer's career, governs, governs Cancer season, sense of direction and responsibility and duties. Maybe this is a push to take something, take our lives, maybe that's a big statement, into a new direction, for example. But this is intense energy, like I said, astrology is 50%, you're the other 50%. And sometimes we really, you know, it's, it's hard, you know, something is moving, something is shifting, we feel the emotions, for example, so we still have to work a little bit harder to be grounded in this energy and to work with it the best that we can, because Uranus is a force of nature. I'm kind of jumping ahead a little bit. Um, you know, Venus later this week will also square Uranus. So Venus is in Leo. Um, the difference between Venus square Uranus, apart from the fact that Venus is a very different planet, um, you know, Venus's relationships is what we value. Venus uh, governs Uranus and Taurus, so it's a bit more of a dynamic aspect. But Venus is going to spend a bit of time in Leo because it's going to turn retrograde on July 22nd. So this uh, coming square that we have on July 2nd or yeah, July 2nd is the first in the series of three squares. So see what is happening with relationships this week. It could be uh, personal relationships, romantic relationships. It could just be how do you interact and socialize? What do you value? What do you not value? What do you need? Do you need a roof over your head? Hopefully you do. We all do. Um, you know, maybe your concept of money and income, what you, you know, value and worth is shifting, whether there's a confrontation or a conflict this week as well. Like, what is your value? What is your self-worth? See what's uh, really coming up. You know, Venus and Mars are both in Cancer's second house, second sign. So this is really getting into these themes of money, income, value, and worth this week in addition to relationships. Um, so that's later this week. And you know, Venus, by I think it's the, uh, the end of September, makes its last square. So this is the first bit in the story that's going to take us all July, August, and into September, and we will keep coming back to that um, over and over again. Also this week, Neptune turns retrograde. So you might have heard me said in my introduction that Uranus is an evolutionary planet. Neptune is an evolutionary planet, but Neptune is a bit different. Uranus, it sort of can shock, it can transform, it can awaken, it can sort of give us in a very unemotional way this clarity to do things differently. 
Neptune, on the other hand, reminds me a lot of the moon. It sort of pulls at the ethers, the subconscious energies. It gets us to feel things. It's a transmitter. It, it can awaken our dreams. It can make us more intuitive, for example. But Neptune can also pull us down into what's called our abyss, meaning like that sort of deep well of emotions that sometimes we go back to over and over again. So this is a week where it might bring up depending on who you are, a lot of complicated complicated emotions. You know, what is your relationship with Neptune? Neptune can either pull back the veil and get you to sort of open up to something that is beyond this world, or it can pull the veil, so to speak, over your eyes. So there's, there's that double side to Neptune. It can be illusions and intuition. It can be, um, you know, you know, it's almost very spiritual and mystical as well. And Neptune really runs in the background. So I, I don't think we're going to see Neptune overtly this week, but sometimes, you know, something can happen in the world that really like makes us feel an emotion. And sometimes that happens around Neptune, um, you know, kind of big stations and retrogrades and transits. But maybe in your own life, you're just really feeling a lot of emotions bubble up. And it's not to allow those emotions to sort of pull you back down. It's to allow yourself to release them hopefully. And, uh, you know, pay attention to your dreams as well. So Neptune is evolutionary force. If you're on his awakenings, Neptune is trying to get us to transcend something, transcend ourselves, transcend the lower aspects of ourselves to open up to our higher self, universality, but not always a straight shot. Um, and for those, you know, kind of needing some technical details, Uranus will, uh, the squares to Uranus are at 21 degrees. So yeah, Uranus is all the way at 21 degrees uh, for this year. It, it turns retrograde at 23, I think just over 23 degrees in August. And so it's it's been a while to get to that point. I mean, my son's at 24 degrees and I'm just like, oh, Scorpio, opposite. I'm like, oh. Um, and then the retrograde of Neptune is going to be at 27 degrees. Pisces. So also this week, I know I've been talking about it the past uh, few, uh, whatever, whatever we're doing here in my Facebook lives, my weekly updates is that I'm doing a five week course. And I've been wanting to teach astrology and not, you know, this is the thing, anybody can teach you astrology. You can read a book and learn about astrology. I'm actually self-taught astrologer. Read a, you know, a lot of, I didn't read a lot of books, I did, but I also just reverse engineered a lot of things. Maybe that's my my background in IT and tech and sort of being the daughter of an engineer, sort of think in that way. But for me, I want to strip away the tropes. There's a lot of conditioning about what the signs mean versus what is the reality of the sign. And, and sometimes we think of signs in terms of people and energy and personalities, but the signs are just archetypes. They're the 12 archetypes of creation. The planets are these sort of different facets of creation. There's this really beautiful path of transformation that exists in the zodiac. So this is a class, it's a course to teach you astrology, but really is to get into you know, sort of transformation work and opening up and really integrating what are the elements, what are the planets, what are the zodiac signs. And so I know we're a all around the world here. It is going to be a, both a live class, uh, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, um, starting on Thursday, June 29th. 
but it will also be recorded for those that can't watch live because I know I got some people that are taking it that are in Spain, for example. And I, I, you know, when I did my Saturn Masterclass last year, we had a really special, you know, kind of group after we went through this process. Although that was over a 12-week period, this is going to be for five weeks. So, for me, it's just to unlearn astrology and to maybe see things from a different perspective. You don't have to believe in what I believe, of course, but just to sort of see and to feel and to integrate the planets, the signs, the modalities, and even the elements on a much deeper level. So link is in my show notes. God willing, my website is working right now. You can go to my website as well. Um, and uh, yeah, even if you're watching this on Instagram, you can click in my bio link. If you're watching on YouTube, go to my website, empoweringastrology.com. So Let's talk about the astrology of this week again, you know, going into more of the aspects. Uh, and we start this week again, I said about Mars square Uranus, that is our big one for this week. And it's going to ripple its evolutionary energy out throughout the different days of this week. Also happening on today, uh, June 26, Mercury goes into Cancer. So Mercury spent kind of a breezy two, two and a half, whatever weeks in Gemini, its home sign. And Mercury, whether it's in Gemini or whether it's in Virgo, its other home sign, it's really about this sort of analytical and mental and sort of, you know, taking into our, in our environment, learning, thinking, doing, choosing, trying everything being curious but when it gets into cancer cancer is a water sign and it means that now the mind has to perceive things through the lens of emotion empathy the past memory and sometimes you know when mercury is in cancer it's not objective it's subjective it, it wants to communicate in a way that you know con connects to people on an emotional level mercury and cancer is great for counselors and therapists for example so there's different ways in which we can use mercury and cancer mercury will breeze through cancer in a couple of weeks and i think it's by July something something the 10th um, it's going to be in Leo fire sign but for the next couple of weeks Mercury and the Sun are in cancer and we're really sort of getting into our feelings right now maybe even being able to communicate our feelings for example then we go later this week on the 28th, uh, the 28th, the sun, the Cancer sun makes a trine to Saturn. So this is a little bit of a stabilizing influence after a lot of ups and downs this week. Uh, you know me, I love me some Saturn. Saturn sort of grounds, it sort of gives us structure. I know you're scratching your head and saying like, well, Saturn's in, in Pisces. How can there be structure? It's just a different type of structure. It's it's more intuitive based. It's, it's, it's feeling there's an anchorage, but I think Saturn and Pisces, it really needs to have its heart and soul behind whatever it's building, whatever it's creating, whatever it's, whatever responsibilities and duties that we're taking on. And it's just, you know, kind of side note, it's like a you know, Saturn and Pisces, such a different feel than the last six years with Saturn in its home sign of Capricorn and Aquarius. So now it's in a water sign. Um, Saturn isn't the same sign as Pisces. No, that did not come out right. Saturn's in the same sign as Neptune in Pisces. And so it's, even though it's going to take a couple of years for Saturn and Pisces to meet up, uh, Saturn and Neptune to meet up. You know, talking about Pisces and my brain goes, 
like this, but um, actually Saturn and Neptune will connect in 2025, but not in Pisces. They'll do it in Aries, but I'm getting way ahead of myself. Um, but yeah, we have a little bit of that stabilizing influence this week. It maybe can help us to do Saturnian things. Be the mentor, be the teacher, make the right choices, be the boss. Um, be mature, make the responsible choices. Um, and with it, you know, Saturn being in a water sign, Cancer being in a, a water sign, and the moon's gonna be in Scorpio, there's a lot of water happening this week. So again, you may be feeling your feelings, but also needing to make some serious decisions as well. Speaking of serious decisions, you know, Mercury will also square, uh, square try and Saturn this, I think this weekend, no, this is also on the 30th of June. And so Mercury and, and Saturn together, it's like you can really make the right choices. You sort of see how things are going to play out. You really understand the duty and responsibility of your choices, for example. And then there's Neptune retrograde. Maybe I'm kind of getting in on that Neptune energy. So as I said in the introduction, Neptune will turn retrograde at 27 degrees of Pisces. Neptune has been in Pisces since 2011 and 2012. Neptune takes 14 years to go through a zodiac sign. And so in 2025, a couple years from now, Neptune will leave Pisces and go into Aries. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Neptune retrograde, and, and I said the other thing that you've heard me talk about, you know, retrogrades, this sort of cultural idea of the astrology that retrogrades equal bad. It's just, it's a time when we really feel the archetype of, of the, so last week, I think it was last week, or it was like the, the 17th, Saturn turned retrogrades. So we saw a lot of Saturnian things, um, responsibilities, duties, uh, getting promotions, being told you're doing a good job, being told that you have to work harder, uh, milestones in your life, getting news, things happening around that June 17th retrograde, Neptune retrograde. Well, it's going to be not Saturnian, Neptunian, uh, emotions, feelings, uh, connecting to our universality, uh, feeling our feelings, feeling the depths of our feelings, looking for healing, looking for release, looking for redemption. I know redemption is a big word, but it's part of the Neptune toolkit, so to speak. That may pull at our dreams and our emotions and our feelings this week, but it's just for you to see what is sort of coming out of the ethers and, and into your, your sort of your emotional space this week. And then finally, we get to Venus square Uranus this week on the 2nd of July. That's another one right behind Mars. These are our big headliners for this week. We'll probably talk more about Venus square Uranus when we connect next week but that may shake up the status quo shake up something about money and value and income it could be a transformation it doesn't have to be bad something wants to come into manifestation with this energy it's for you to see what's starting to come into manifestation for example so that is your look at the astrology of this week uh, june 26th through july 2nd 2022 let's now look at the individual signs just your friendly reminder, you can listen for your sun and your rising. I think you can get a lot of great information from both and sort of synthesize the two different stories. If you're born at sunrise, for example, the sun and the rising are the same. Anyway, so let's start with Aries. Sorry, I got the hair on my face. Aries. 
Aries. So let's go to that Mars Uranus square because that's the big deal for this this week. And Mars and Leo and Leo is your fifth sign of creativity, self-expression. Who are you? What is your sense of identity? How do you connect to your passions? How do you connect to your creative spirit? And there's Uranus. And Uranus, you to be, it's going to be different for every Aries. Uranus is in your money sign. Whether it's literally this sort of friction point about like, you know, earning a living, value and worth versus you and your individuality and how you express who you are or how do you take your passions, your gifts, your talents, your abilities and earn a living out of them? Or how do you get those two things on the same page? Or maybe there is a conflict around self-worth and value. Do I value myself? Do others value myself as well and because you are mars ruled you know aries is ruled by mars this is something that you're likely feeling and especially as you go later this week venus which is a relationship planet for you also is in the mix so something about a, a relationship passion romance uh you know individuality in relationship to people trying to see eye to eye maybe trying to find a common value a square doesn't mean it's not going to happen. A square just means there is friction point, but it it's built. It's, it's connecting to this bigger story that has been with you since 2018, 2019 about money, income, value, worth, material stability, for example. And then there's Neptune retrograde, but it's turning retrograde in a very quiet part of your astrology, something called the 12th house, the 12th sign. It's in the same space as Saturn really see what are the spiritual themes what are the mystical themes what are these sort of deeper emotional themes that are coming in maybe even existential crisis who am i where do i belong in what do i believe in what is true like what's my individuality versus my spirituality and my higher self and my universality and maybe some really rich things come out of neptune turning retrograde Taurus. So Taurus, you're a little bit in the hot seat this week. Two things to keep in mind. Mars, which is a relationship planet for you, it's uh, in a square to Uranus and Uranus is in your sign. So Mars right now is down in Leo, home, family, roots, foundation, past, memory, mom, dad, um, maybe even getting into these deeper emotional core themes. Am I safe? Can I be here? Square Uranus. This is sort of the, an energy that talks about a larger transformation and shift that's been with you since 2018, 2019. Every Taurus is going to live this differently, but I've seen a lot of Taurus and Taurus risings where their life looks nothing like it did in 2018, 2019. Maybe for you, it's happening on an eternal level. It's not always external, but it's to see like or to feel what does this evolutionary force want to awaken and open up inside of you? Then there's Venus square Uranus, and that happens later this week, and Venus is your planet. So maybe it's bringing up a lot of deeper emotions, um, maybe things from the past and memories and mom and dad, am I safe? Can I move forward? Can I get my needs met? And maybe that's the thing about transformation. It's like you, you want to make a change, but some, maybe sometimes a lot of deep emotions come in the way. 
Uranus, not Uranus, Neptune's turning retrograde in your 11th, the same space that Saturn turned retrograde just, uh, I think, a week and a half or whatever ago. And Neptune turning retrograde highlights this bigger story about community, society, humanity, friends, like where do you belong? Who's your groups? Like who's your tribe, for example? And maybe you've been very involved in your community the past few years, getting involved in social issues, social causes. Or maybe you're searching for something. So it's to see what the deeper emotions that are coming up for you this week. Gemini. Gemini. So Mercury is your planet and it has just gone into, I think it's just gone into it. Uh, nope, it's still, I've looked at the... The, the, the thing it's still in Gemini but later today uh, maybe tomorrow if you're watching this on Tuesday it's already in Cancer um, so Mercury leaving its own sign you Gemini and going to Cancer it's a shift it's sort of going from sort of this let's move ahead let's do things let's get some, get things started but Mercury and Cancer wants to slow down. It wants to smell the roses. It wants to, you know, really get in, in touch with the things that matter. It talks about home and family. It talks about the household. It talks about money, property, income, and sort of the nostalgia in the past and all the things that are wrapped up in that emotions and feelings. And so it's going to only be two weeks. So, you know, really maybe it's about your, your material and financial life for the next two weeks, especially as the sun is in Cancer as well um then there's mars and uranus and mars for you gemini you know it, it's oh, mars is over in leo and leo is your sign of voice communication how you think and listen and learn and so there might be this bigger question about the value of what you have to say the value of what you think the value of the choices that you make and then there's uranus in your 12th so this 12th is this very quiet space this is where you a lot of that transformation of uranus is happening on in like an, a spiritual existential behind the scenes space for you and maybe you know yes the past few years have brought a lot of changes but maybe those changes have been internal for example so with a lot of the like you know is my my voice valuable like the choices that you're making maybe there's a spiritual element to it like the choices that you make on a human level how do they line up with something bigger the sort of your spiritual values your spiritual direction and maybe even these things that are trying to open up for you then there's Neptune turning retrograde. It joins Saturn that turned retrograde just a week and a half, two weeks ago, and your career sign. And I think uh, it's worth understanding that uh, Neptune has been in your career sign since 2011 and 2012. It's really hard to put a finger on exactly what that means. Maybe you can see a very quiet shift in your professional life over the last, uh, gosh, how many years? Uh, 10, 10, 11 years. Um, but Neptune in this space, it can dissolve. It can get us to really try to figure out how to align our ambitions with something greater. Neptune can be higher callings. It can be altruistic. So really see what is the story about your career that's starting to come up this week. Um, Cancer. 
happy birthday cancer so here we are we're sort of getting into the middle of cancer season no wait what it's only five days in gosh see this thing i don't know what day it is um yeah the sun is at five degrees of cancer right now so we're getting into that first week of cancer season why did i think it was later um but anyway happy birthday cancer uh so where are we at right now mars mars is in leo leo for you is your sign of money and income it's how you earn a living it's what you value and, and mars in this space just by itself you're very motivated to create material stability and security for yourself right now but it's squaring off uranus and uranus is in your 11th sign and so the 11th can talk about friends and community society humanity but it's also a space that opens us up to the future, our hopes, our dreams, or that vision that we all have for our future. Sometimes we don't, but this is a space that you go to to try to cultivate that vision. So how do you take that vision and make it real? And maybe you're having some big radical ideas come in and you're like, how on earth do I make this real, tangible? How do I earn a living doing this? How do I pay my bills doing this? But it's to see what is the story that's coming up for you and maybe wanting to earn a living in a different way. This might be relevant for, for some people. Then there's Venus square Uranus and Venus, like my dog likes to prop his feet on my leg. And then there's Venus square Uranus this week and Venus is your sign of home and family roots and foundation. And so this might be shaking a little bit um, the roots and foundation of your life is to really see what is coming up for you this week on a deeper emotional level cancer speaking of my dog um leo leo it's almost your birthday but this means that you are coming to the end of your personal zodiac calendar and so when the sun goes into cancer it's reached the 12th sign it's the end of your personal year it's time to reflect it's time to go within it's time to sort of you know reconcile the past 11 months and so this might be a little bit of quiet quiet time for you for example but that said not so quiet because you got Mars and Leo and you got Venus and Leo as well and they are both squaring Uranus so having Mars in your sign it's like part of you is like is winding down it's like starting to let go it's starting to prepare for the next year but then Mars is like go let's go let's do keep in mind that Uranus has been in your career sign since 2018 and 2019 and maybe your professional life looks nothing like it did in 2018 2019 maybe you've changed careers maybe you've done a 180 maybe you're doing the exact same thing that you're doing but you're doing it bigger you're sort of giving yourself more space to be yourself out in the world for example and so Mars is really motivating you to take action. So this is not a quiet, uh, you know, rest and reflect before your birthday time. This is like, we got to go after it now. See where you're feeling the push and pull of the astrology this week, especially with Venus also in your sign and Venus governs your career. It is a time for you to stand on your own two feet to sort of put on your, your big person britches, as they say, and like do the hard thing. Go after you want, make the change make the breakthrough that's the thing about uranus is the energy of breakthroughs and awakening so how can you find a breakthrough and awakening this week uh, but that said mercury is also dipping into cancer it's time to sort of connect to your dreams connect to your intuition sort of see what the universe has for you and then as you start to get you know, you know mercury going to leo in a couple of weeks and then the sun going into cancer in a few weeks then you can really hit the ground running for 
example. Oh, finally, uh, you know, Neptune is turning retrograde in your eighth, and this is right after Saturn turned there. So maybe a lot of deep emotions, and maybe like you're, you're questioning yourself, like, can I do it? Can I move forward? Can I go after what I want? Maybe some past stuff that has to be dealt with. This is sometimes the shadow self that we have to, to face before we can go and have that new beginning and that breakthrough. Virgo. So Virgo, your planet is Mercury, and it is almost, not as I'm, not as I'm uh, recording this, but it will later today uh, go into Cancer. And for you, Virgo, Cancer is something called your 11th sign. So in, in your own astrology, there are 12 signs, and you're like, you're like, but I'm a Virgo. But yes, you have all the zodiac to play with. So with Mercury getting to the 11th, you're starting to get to the end of this uh, astrological wheel that is your personal calendar. If Mercury in Gemini in the past few weeks is about career, then Mercury in Cancer is about looking ahead, looking towards the future, your hopes and your dreams, your desires. It could be taking career, but then, you know, networking, trying to figure out who are the people that you want to ally with, um, you know, who are the people that are actually, you know, have very similar goals and are working towards those goals, for example. Um, maybe it's getting involved in social issues, social causes, getting involved in your community, rallying behind people who are, are like-minded in some way. But Mercury will breeze through this part of the chart and by i think it's the 10th of july yes no that's mars and virgo mercury lives 11th of july it'll go into leo and you sort of begin this you know couple weeks of really going within so use this time to look towards the future for example then there's mars square uranus which isn't pressing upon your chart like it is the other signs but it's still you know necessary to look at so leo mars is in your 12th with Venus there as well, the 12th is a time when a lot of the action, especially because of Mars, is happening internally. It's happening outside this world. Maybe you don't have a lot of energy right now. Maybe on one hand, you've been speeding forward with career, the future, but the other time, Mars in your 12th, you need to like rest and relax. You can't move forward. So this is a time to maybe you know, do a little soul searching, look at these deeper existential questions, rest, relax. And then there's the square to Uranus and Taurus. And Taurus for you is your sign of uh, wisdom and knowledge, how you see the world. And, and sometimes the way that we think we see the world is, you know, some, somebody told us that's the way the world is. You know, maybe it's how we were raised. Maybe we read it in a book. Maybe we were taught that way. But with Uranus in the ninth, and it's been there since 1819, we have to go out into the world ourselves. We have to reshape, reform, question, reinvent how we see things. And I'm not, you know, this is kind of a very general comment, of course. And it could mean that you're like you're, you know, sort of look at the world, look at yourself, look at yourself in the world, believe in different things than you did a few years ago. So you have this sort of push and pull with this energy, and it's happening in very existential places and sort of like see how this is sort of pulling at these deeper emotional and spiritual threats in your life right now oh neptune turning retrograde turns retrograde in the same space as saturn saturn turned retrograde like a week and a half ago it's about relationships and it's not just romantic relationships what i call capital r relationships it's also all relationships where is empathy? Where is compassion? It, where is balance? Do you overly give? Do people take from you? Do you sacrifice yourself? Do you need to try to figure out a way to, you know, 
take care of other people, but also take care of yourself. Libra. So Libra, uh, Venus is your, is your planet, and it's been in the 11th, uh, I think a few weeks at this point, and it's going to be in the 11th for a while. So in your astrology, the 11th is like almost to the end. There's these sort of 12 spaces. They're called houses. They're called signs. And your astrology, when you get to the 11th, it's not about the self. It's not about the things that are familiar and tangible. It's about the future. It's about friendship, community, alliances, social issues, social causes, feeling like you're part of the larger fabric of, of the world, for example. And so Venus is pretty far from home, metaphorically speaking. And it's in a space where it's making that square to Uranus, and Uranus is in your eighth. So it might be like having to do a lot of emotional work, like can I trust, can I open up, can I open up to these people, can I be myself out in the world, um, themes about intimacy and vulnerability. And for some Libras, Uranus has been this, you know, kind of five years at this point, really unearthing things that are either repressed or things that you're, you're cut off from and how maybe the things that you haven't really allowed yourself to integrate and to own, that actually may change how you connect with people or even like the, the direction that you take your life or even take your future in, for example. But that's a, pr it's a pretty buzzy week for you. Your know, Mars is your relationship planet. It squares Uranus today. Uh, July, July, choose, uh, June 26, and then you get the square to between Venus and Uranus on July 2nd. So this is hitting like big areas of your life. And maybe because it is hitting big areas of your life, you might think about your future a little bit differently. Then there's uh, Neptune turning retrograde. It's turning retrograde in your sixth sign, health, wellness. How do you? How are you present in your day-to-day -day life? The rituals that govern your day-to-day -day life, and to see, like, you know, are, are there some health and wellness issues? Um, do you need to take a second look at health? And I don't mean this like a health issue, but I've just noticed when Neptune's in this space, and especially when Neptune is activated. You know, the boundaries between our physical world and our and our non-physical world are a little porous. We can like pick up on things. We can, you know, pick up on other people's emotions and feelings, and sometimes feel a lot of duty and obligation in a way that kind of creates a suffering. For example, or maybe like the food that we eat. You know, we need to make sure that it's actually in harmony with our body, because otherwise, it it cannot be in harmony with our body. Scorpio. Scorpio, so Mars is your planet and Mars has been hanging out in Leo, your career sign. But here's the fun thing. It's doing a square to Uranus this week, although the exact square is today, June 26. This is a pretty buzzy, zappy energy for you, Scorpio. And, and keep in mind a couple of things. Let's go back to Uranus. It's been in your relationship sign since 2018, 2019. This doesn't mean that, you know, romantic relationships have to change, but something has had to fundamentally change about how you interact and socialize and connect with people over the last five years. I think one of the big themes, especially in the astrology of 2021, 2022, and even this year, is that Scorpios had learned to open up. It's not Scorpio's default to be open to other people. Typically, Scorpio is trying to like, all right, can I trust them? Can I can I open up, <laughs> for example? But 
you know, whatever is happening, whether it's in relationships, whether it's sort of how you connect with people, and even, you know, with Mars and your career sign, you know, how do you, like, steer your life? Like, what are your ambitions? What are your goals? How do you partner with people to reach those goals and ambitions? But this square is hitting on these sort of two major areas of your life. So, really see what are the things that are moving and shaking and moving and transforming and rearranging this week. And then speaking of relationships, capital R, small r, Venus also makes a square to Uranus this week. Maybe this is also playing off of the eclipses that we had or have been having since the very end of 2021 and Scorpio, Scorpio and Taurus. And so these bigger fundamental shifts in you and relationships and the new beginnings that have been seeded in your astrology since even 2022 and 2021 and the beginning of 2022, for example. Then there's Neptune turning retrograde. It turns retrograde in your fifth sign. It's been there since 2011, 2012. And of course, every Scorpio is going to live this differently. But something about how you connect to yourself, how you how do you express your talents, gifts, and abilities, how do you allow yourself to be your real self or get in touch with that spark that lives inside of you? Neptune's been trying to get you to reveal that, to transcend that, transcend anything that is in the way, for example. And do keep in mind that Saturn's also in this space. This is a time for you to take yourself and take your talents seriously, for example, Scorpio. Sagittarius. Sagittarius, Jupiter is your planet. It's in, um, gosh, I almost said Pisces, but that's not true. It's in uh, Taurus. So you've got a year until May of 2024 of, of your sort of key planet, your ruling planet in Taurus. So it's a time to really focus on your physical life, health, wellness. How do you take care of yourself? Um, you know, how do you like engage in sort of the rituals and the duties and responsibilities of day-to-day life? So it's a little bit of a, you know, fundamental place for Jupiter to be. Time to get organized, time to get disciplined. But, you know, Jupiter and Taurus, Taurus is about, you know, fertility, stability, security, enjoying physical life but see how you know what is the story about health and wellness sort of you how you take care of your body take care of your life that is coming up during this long transit that said then there's mars square uranus so it's not hitting places in the same way let's say than the other signs um but Uranus has been in your sign of health and wellness since 2018 2019 and, and maybe you've seen that I've certainly seen the gamut with sad sad rising clients you've made changes in your health and wellness over the last four or five years you eat, eat differently you've changed you you've cut things out you've changed your diet maybe there unfortunately has been a health issue but your sort of how you exist in your day-to-day life has radically shifted over the past four and five years mars is in leo leo is your sign of beliefs and and convictions what do you stand for and and maybe this is a time when like your convictions and your beliefs have to be integrated in your day-to-day life you know what you believe and what you stand for also needs to sort of be in alignment with how you take care of your body and how do you take care of your day-to-day life for example see what is starting to shift and transform for the for you this week especially because jupiter is also kind of in the sidelines to this energy Then we get into, especially uh, Neptune turning retrograde, it goes into, Neptune's, excuse me, Neptune's been in your sign of home and family since uh, 2011, 2012. And 
you know, this is going to be a very personal um, a transit for every Sagittarius. You, you know, you're not living it the same way is what I'm trying to say. And what has been the story around home and family over the last decade? Have deeper themes come up in the last 10 years? What's your relationship with your parents? What's been healed? What's been transformed? What still gnaws at you? What needs to be released, purified, transcended? forgiven let let go and i say forgiven because that's part of the neptune archetype neptune is turning retrograde in a space that saturn just turned retrograde so this is a time just if even if we just took neptune out of the mix for a moment this is a time for sagittarius to put down roots to really figure out where is home and where is family and and, and who is home and who is family at this time it's a very structural and an important time for sagittarius right now um, Capricorn, Capricorn, Saturn is your Saturn is your planet, and you know, like I said, get get get, get cozy because it's gonna be in Pisces until uh, February of 2026. So this three-year chapter of you really digging into this bigger story about like how I think, how I listen, how I learn, education, how do I perceive my reality, how do I communicate, what's what's my relationship with my intuition. For example, what are my values? How do I value what the, the value behind my choices? You know, how does my intuition guide my choices? Is my intuition right? Is there something in the way? Is there a filter, for example? Neptune turning retrograde sort of gets to those very uh, stories, especially because it's in the same sign as you, Saturn, for example, Saturn, Saturn and Pisces. Uh, that said, the big headliner this week is Mars square Uranus, Mars is in Leo, and Leo for you, Capricorn, is your sign, it's what's called your eighth sign. Eighth sign is where you have to face yourself. And over the past few weeks, and this takes you into um, the 10th of July when Mars goes into Virgo, you've needed to really look deep within, face your fears, look at the inner saboteur, look at the times when you maybe, um, you know, don't honor yourself, go against yourself, betray yourself. But this is a time where maybe you're working with a therapist, maybe you're doing a lot of deep inner work. It's maybe making the square to Uranus in your fifth. This is, you know, five years at this point of reinventing who you are. And of course, it's going to mean different things for every Capricorn, Capricorn rising, listening. It's like you got to get out of your own way and trust. And maybe, you know, there's an act of faith in all this trust that who you truly are is something you can't even conceptualize. And sometimes it means really pulling away the fears, the insecurities, the need to control so that something can open up and reveal to you. And because uh, Venus is also in this mix and Venus is a uh, is a career planet for you, this may shift, you know, your sense of duty and responsibility, the direction that you take things in, and maybe even for some people, the career that you want. Aquarius, Aquarius, uh, Saturn is your planet. And so it's making this sort of three year stay in your sign of money, income, material stability and material security. And, uh, you know, with Neptune turning retrograde this week, you know, it sort of, you know, clicks into the story that was with you, especially as, Nep uh, as Uranus, uh, 
Saturn turned retrograde a week and a half ago. And so yeah, this has been a decade, a decade of Neptune in your money sign. And you know, how has your relationship with money and income, material stability, value, worth, sort of your spiritual values, um, how does your material life support your spiritual life, for example? It's going to mean different things to different Aquariuses. But then there's Mars square Uranus, and especially Venus square Uranus later this week. That's a big deal because Mars for you is a career planet and Venus for you is your sign of home and family. And it picks up on eclipse energy that we've been having since 2022. This could be a change in the home. It could be a change in, in structure, roots, foundation, family. You know, both Mars and Venus are in Leo and Leo for you is a relationship sign. So this is really happening in some pretty key areas of your life. Mars square Uranus changing direction. So see how this is showing up in the household this week. See how this is showing up in a relationship, whether it's capital R relationship or even small r relationship. Um, gosh. Oh, finally, Pisces. <laughs> Pisces. So last but not least, you have Neptune turning retrograde in your sign, and it's been doing it in your sign for the last decade and pretty much in the June time frame. Um, I, you know, it's been you know, uh, right now, it's almost at the end of June when it turns retrograde. So I think next year it'll have a retrograde in the beginning of July. But anyway, Neptune has been in your sign for 10 years and it's and every Pisces has lived this differently. But Neptune has is a sensitizing influence is trying to open you up to something. Maybe you're saying, well, but I already am sensitive, I already am opened. But Neptune has stood over the last decade even more. If you're born towards the end of Pisces, these are my like March 20th, March 19th, March 18th, March 17th, like Neptune is really around you right now. And it can make you very otherworldly. It can make you feel spacey. It can make you feel ungrounded. Or for some of you, you feel more open and attuned to who you are beyond this physical plane. Yes, there's a physical you, there's a non-physical you. And how do you start to open up to that, for example? Maybe your dreams are more vivid. Maybe your intuition is more vivid, for example. Then there's Mars square Uranus. And it's not hitting on the same points like it is for the other signs, but let's sort of place Mars in the mix. It's in Leo. And for you, um, Gosh, I have to do the math real quickly. Leo is your sign of health and wellness. It's it's how you take care of your body. It's your diet and nutrition. It's sort of the day-to-day minutiae. How do you like how does your life run, for example? And it's making the square to Uranus, and Uranus is in your third. So having to make new choices, having to sort of shift how you communicate something, how do you the the direction that you take, you know, sort of the day to your day to day life in, um, seeing how that shows up in health and wellness. The only thing I'm flagging on the health and wellness department is that just from a classical astrology standpoint, you do have Saturn in your sign. So really take care of health and wellness, diet and nutrition at this time. But maybe with all the water connections, you're seeing like where's, you know, how is our physical health and wellness a reflection of our emotional and maybe even spiritual health and wellness? as well. Uh, Mercury, which is a big player in your astrology, it leaves Gemini, and Gemini is your sign of home and family for your fifth sign. So for the next two weeks, it's about, you know, being yourself, getting into the things that sort of nourish you, give you a sense of like passion, um, your, your talents, your gifts, your abilities, and, and you know, relaxing 
for example, but at the same time with, you know, with Venus square Uranus and Mars square Uranus, it's something wants to shift in your life. And it's going to show up either in health and wellness, you know, the foods you eat, you know, do you go to the gym? Do you, do you go for a walk? Or something about how you really are present and how you show up in your day-to-day life, for example. So that is your look at the astrology of, um, gosh, uh, was like March, April, May, June 26th through July 2nd, 2022. Um, it's all 2023. Jeez. Um, it's always, yeah, it's always Neptune energy. <laughs> By the way, I'm very Neptunian, um, even though I'm very Saturnian. Thank, thank God for Saturn in my chart because I have Neptune rising. Otherwise, I would just be like a puddle. The crown. I have Mercury conjunct Neptune. I've got Mars conjunct Neptune. I've got Saturn square Neptune. Anyway, I digress. Join me this week for the start of my five week course. It's meant to be transformative. It's not meant to just be a class. It's meant to really awaken and shift your relationships with the fundamentals of astrology. So if you wanted to learn astrology, you wanted to learn astrology with me, or, or maybe even learn it like just to have a different reference point in astrology um, and also do some transformation work, you know, click on the show notes, go to my website. Hopefully it's working um, and, and join me starting on. Thursday, the show, the show, geez, the class, the course will be recorded for those that can't watch live. But um, yes, um, I'm always, you know, seeing some familiar faces. I thank you all for joining me every week and I will see you all next week. Take care. Bye bye.